This is Person of Interest with Q102's Jeff Thomas. Well, hello and welcome to Person of Interest with Jeff Thomas again. You know me. It's Natalie. I'm still here doing another interview, and I'm so excited about today. So, let's see. When we started Person of Interest about two years ago now, which is crazy, one of the first people my boss requested that I interview is you, Miss Lindsay Dewald. She is here today. Finally excited to have you with us. And you and your husband, Nick, started this city flea. That is correct. Mm-hmm. So we were just talking about our mutual friend, Anna Malk, and you started this in, was it June of 2011? Correct. I moved away from Cincinnati in May 2011, and I remember my friend Anna telling me, my friend just moved back from Brooklyn. She's going to start the city fleet. It's super cool. It's just like the Brooklyn fleet, blah, 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 blah. And I thought it was so amazing then, but then I moved away forever and just came back two years ago, and it is grown exponentially and it is yeah. the coolest thing you guys are year round yeah and for the most part for the most part mm-hmm. okay so you and your husband nick started the city flea tell us a little bit before we get into that tell us a little bit about you two nick and i or just me yes Lin- well let's start with you so okay. Lindsay dewald <laughs> is that your maiden name my maiden name is euler euler okay uh-huh. and you're from the west side from i just the learned west side. me too girl yes small world Okay, so you're you're from Cincinnati. Is Nick from Cincinnati as yes, well? Also the West Side. Okay, we are not high school sweethearts. Okay, <laughs> as one would think. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, we have been friends forever though since high school. Okay. Um, didn't start dating until our senior year of college. Okay. Did you go to UC? I did not, but okay. he did. I went to Columbia College in Chicago. Okay. But we had just remained friends and connected, and you know that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we started dating, and then we moved away together to New York. Okay. Lived in Brooklyn for a couple years. He is an architect, and I was teaching. Okay. What were you teaching? Nothing related to anything that we're doing now. Um, Preschool and kindergarten. Oh, cool. I can totally see that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. We had this, you know, this great little life in Brooklyn. It was just two of us, and we, you know, laid in a park all day, all weekend long. Dreams, baby. Yeah, Dreams. It was good stuff. Um, and then, yeah, a couple of years later, we just missed home and wanted to be back. And we have, you know, our families are here and a lot of our friends are here. So we came back um, and we kind of both right away after coming back had said, well, we moved over Prospect Hill mm-hmm. um, and had said to each other, you know, like we... We don't want to get stuck just like doing the same things that we were doing in Cincinnati before. Like, let's try, let's live in the city, yeah. try to meet new people, you know. Um, and then I think just randomly Nick said one night, we should start a flea here. Like, you know, like the yeah. one we were going to all the time in Brooklyn. And honestly, that was that. We were like, all right, let's do it. Wow. So, so from the inception of that idea to, to the first city flea, how long of a time was that? It was probably, gosh, I don't remember exactly because that was, you know, back in 2011, but probably six months. I mean, not, wow. it wasn't a huge chunk of time. Mm-hmm. We, um, we like, our strategy was talk to as many small business owners in over the Rhine as we could. Um, 
look on Etsy, look anywhere we could to find like makers and small businesses yeah. and who was doing creative things and interesting things in the city. And at that time, the city was like, that was really when all of this like revitalization and everything was happening. Yeah. So there was just like an incredible energy. Yeah. In the city and everybody was so excited about anything new and anything, mm-hmm. you know, creative that people were doing. So we had so much support and help from just people around over the Rhine and in the city. So it was it was really fun launching it. Wow. So how many vendors did you have your first time? 42. And how many do you manage now? Uh, per market, usually around between 150 and 180. Wow. And how many markets do you do a year now? We do, we run May through uh, December. Mm-hmm. So let's see, the, the holiday, the holiday market. Yeah. Is that you guys in Music Hall? In Music Hall? Mm-hmm. No, that's Crafty Supermarket. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. They do a spring show and a holiday show. And we have been, it's been awesome to like talk to them and cool. we've cross collaborated on things with them. So they're amazing. Um, and they actually had had, they started around the same time we did. They had oh, had cool. one market before mm-hmm. we did. All right. So it was, yeah. It was oh, it's cool. good to know we you guys are like, like, you guys grew together? Yes, we are not in competition with each other. They are like all handmade, yeah. you know, artisans and makers, and we are more, um, and they're always indoors, mm-hmm. crafty supermarket, and we're more, we have some of that for yeah. sure, but we're more, you know, found objects, vintage clothing, furniture, Yes, you know, I love the it. whole gamut. Of it. I love going to um, your fleas on Washington Park because now you can mm-hmm. get beers, and mm-hmm. I always tell, take. They're always on the weekend when I when I'm with my mom, and we like take her around in her wheelchair, <laughs> and I always just try on clothes, mm-hmm. and she just sits and tells me yes or no I love if I it. should or not. Yes. Oh, it's amazing. I've made so many great decisions after a couple beers in the city flea. It's been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear that. That's good. Um, okay. So after your first one, what was the energy like? After that, after the first market, yeah, ever, yeah, it was. I mean, we were excited. Um, we never thought. I mean, we didn't really have like a long term vision for it, so mm-hmm. we had no idea what it would become. Um, you know, people like after our very first market, which was in a parking lot on Central Parkway and Vine, the one where that big Cincinnati mural is. Yeah. So that little parking lot has a special place in our hearts, but. You know, after the first one, people were like, well, you're going to you're going to need a bigger space or you're going to have to be every weekend. And, you know, of course, Nick and I were like, all right, well, slow. Like, we're just going to take it month by month and see, you know, if we can sustain this. Um, And sure enough, the next year we moved to Washington Park. Wow. And you got the next year. So in 2012. Is that right? Let me think about that. I'm trying to see when. I think actually I think it it was the next year, but it was. Halfway through because the park was not fully renovated That's at that I was time. Thinking, yeah, so we did we did another market at Twelfth and Vine, like on the corner where Micah and mm-hmm. which was like the, the corner that Micah. was like most developed at the time. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. So we did a, a couple markets there, and then we moved over to Washington Park. Oh, this is wonderful. So, do you know like how integral you guys are to like the rebirth of Over the Rhine? You guys have had a huge impact. Do you walk around with that knowledge? Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's it's cool to think yeah. that that's true. I don't, you know. I believe it is, regardless of what everybody else says. I would say I've been a spectator, so because I moved away the year you guys started, mm-hmm. I came back and visited once a year, twice a year, you know, and every single time I came back, it was overwhelming the growth and changes that were happening and how comfortable everybody was with going down to Over the Rhine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like your market really opened it up to all ages mm-hmm. and to all walks of life to come and just see what's going on. And you attract so many other people with a flea market. It's not any sort of, it's not a retail store that's targeting mm-hmm. a certain demographic. Mm-hmm. You know, you're open to everyone and it's family friendly mm-hmm. and it's outside. You get to enjoy the fall, you know. Did I mean, you know, huge, we'll continue. a huge goal of ours was to just bring people down to the city. We're mm-hmm. just, we love Cincinnati so much and we love the city so much. So bringing people who normally wouldn't come downtown and into over the Rhine, you know, for something other than like a Bengals game or a Reds game or something was really important to us. Um, And I think that was why it was also important for us to build relationships with the business owners in the neighborhood because Mm -hmm. we wanted people to go, you know, to visit their businesses after the city flea, like spend the morning with us and then go grab lunch wherever or, you know, shop wherever. So, um, yeah, Mike Denninger, who owns Micah and now uh, Paper Wings, a new paper shop on Vine, was just like the most amazing help and support for us in those early, yeah, early years. He, I mean, we borrowed his truck to like take garbage bags to the dumpster, and he put balloons all over the neighborhood on City Flea days. Yeah, and just you know, there was like a real sense of community. When we started. You guys really did this grassroots, like, gorilla style. Yeah. You guys were super young. How old were you when you started this? Um, 20, gosh, 20, I don't know, 8, 27 or 28. Wow. 9-ish, 10 years ago. Okay, gotcha. It's crazy to think it's been 10 years. That's not true. I'm 35. So. (laughs) 25. 26. 26. Around there, <laughs> regardless. We can't do math, but we can run a flea market. <laughs> well, you know, maybe you don't need to do it, though. Okay, so when you and Nick started it, did you have, I want to know, like, mm-hmm. did you have a team? Because to me, it seems like, did you guys know that you would have this effect and that it would grow to be what it is now? No, we have no team. It's just Nick and I. It still is? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, the amazing thing is, in those early days... We did, you know, we had people like Mike from Micah who were helping Mm -hmm. us, you know, with favors of lending us their truck and hauling garbage bags and porta potties with us. That was, by the way, you were hands on the porta potties. Oh yeah, girl. Girl. Yeah. (laughs) So we've come a long way. Um, But what has helped us is just all the infrastructure at the park. So we have, you know, the park is staffed for events. So we do have help in that. Sense, oh, like good to know. When I the, know that. Yeah, when we have an event at the park, the people who run the park are there, so we have help from them. Okay. Um, on the day of, you know, we don't have. It's just Nick and I on all the back end stuff, mm-hmm. the organization and the, um, you know, administrative things and mm-hmm. all that. But yeah, it's so great to have people at the park and the people at the park are wonderful. That's good to know because I would think that, I mean, so do the park employees help all of your vendors with tables or whatnot? Do you guys provide those? We do not. Okay. So the vendors are badass. Yeah. They haul. They bring it all. They bring it all. Yeah. 
Oh, that's cool. Which I think is pretty, I think, pretty typical of yeah. markets. Just yep. that we, you know, we we did try that in the beginning, and we ended up with so many broken tents, and yeah. we were just like, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, you learn, right? We love you, but you got to bring your own stuff now. <laughs> okay, so do you have a, you have a lot of the same, like, repeat vendors, Yeah, we do. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you guys started, like, your, it sounds like, like a city sleeve little family. We do have, like, a or, like, good a big one. community. Yeah. yeah. It's getting harder, you know, which is a bummer. It's, it's good and bad that we've grown in the way that we have, because mm-hmm. it is getting harder to know everybody. Like on yeah. a personal level, like we did in the first couple of years, yeah. Um, and now people don't know us either, yeah. you know. So I think a lot of vendors that we have who are new think that you know the city flea is put on by the city or by the park mm-hmm. or some big organization, and you know it's just me and Nick. So I do miss that mm-hmm. element where it was all like, oh, we all know each other and we're all friends. But what's cool is we do have vendors who have essentially done like every market with us since we started in 2011 that's amazing yeah like i read recently that you guys have about 400 applicants per flea Mm -hmm. and you only take like 200 150 Mm -hmm. around there yeah so i gotta think those are tough decisions to make it is tough it yeah so we do um we have three applications per year mm-hmm. so you you can you apply for the summer season mm-hmm. the fall season or the holiday market okay so we open the application three times a year it's uh march june and october and yeah i mean we get a lot of really cool applications but it's you know we our space is limited and our time is limited so yeah. we just have to we take there's no form. I mean, there's no, you know, formula to it. It's we take a lot of things into consideration if, you know, if they've done markets with us before. So we, you know, take the vendor loyalty pretty seriously. If it's, you know, something like a single item, like coffee, for mm-hmm. example, we're pretty loyal to like the one coffee vendor that we have yeah. and not to bring another coffee vendor in, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. You have to stay true to yeah. to your brand and what you guys are providing yeah. for everybody, you know? Do you have any, like, um, scar, like, war stories of, like, disappointing people that you can talk about or funny ones? Well, I mean, I think a big lesson for me personally has just been to not take things so personal. Mm-hmm. I am not like a tough skinned person. Yeah, you seem very delicate. I, <laughs> no, I mean I, your body, like your physique. You know, you're like a very tiny little feather. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, anyway, I. Um, <laughs> oh, that is a compliment. Yeah. No, I know. Not offended. Um, yeah, I just I have l- had to remove myself from like a nasty email. Yeah. You know, and and tell myself like it's not me. They're not they're not attacking me, mm-hmm. but they're upset about something that has happened, and so like I need to deal with it in a way that doesn't feel so personal. Yeah. Well, let's talk about so you and Nick are you guys do it together? Your husband. Mm-hmm. What are your roles? Um, well, Nick also has a full time job, so yeah. um, and we have three kids that are That's what I want to get into mostly home. So between you know running them to school and naps and just daily life, I try to find time to do, like, the administrative side of the business. So mm-hmm. answer emails, you know, invoice people, uh, update the website, get, yeah. you know, and every all that kind of stuff that it takes to run a business. 
and Nick does that stuff as well, but predominantly that side falls on me, and then he is like the master day of person. Gotcha. Figures out the layout, can draw all that like in, you know, Photoshop. Or, oh, he's you know, an architect. Whatever. He is an architect. Yeah. So he's like that whole side of his brain is, mm-hmm. you know, what I lack. So it, it's awesome. Like I've said to him, if you cannot, if you're sick, like on the day of, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> he goes so early in the morning and like has these little marker flags. He ma- he marks out the entire park so the vendors know exactly where to go. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got it down to a science. So you guys have been doing this for a while and uh, some of these vendors have grown into be full-time businesses yes. for people. Yes, yes. I mean, that's the coolest thing. That has been, like, the most unexpected joy of of doing this. Just, like, people have started started their businesses at the city fleet, like, yeah. to test the waters, and now they're actual brick and mortars or selling their products at Kroger and Whole Foods. Wow. Like, who? Can you say who? Yeah. Is so, Kroger? Uh, Whirlybird Granola. Started, oh, yeah, the Whirlybird. Yes. yes. She's also a really close friend of mine, Christy White. She's amazing. Um, her, yeah, she started Whirlybird the very first flea. She was making it out of her house and asked if she could just try selling it at the flea. And we were like, yeah, heck yeah. yeah. And now she's, you know, dominating well, the world with her granola. Well, because of our friend Anna, yes. she introduced me to Whirlybird a long, long time ago. There you go. And now it's everywhere. Yeah. And I've been wondering, like, is it the same thing? It's got to yes. be. So it's great to see yes. this growth in the city. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So... How is it now being a business owner and a mother of three kids? So when you started this, you had zero, zero. kids. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just admire every female business owner, especially the moms. As a single person that doesn't even have an animal, I am just overwhelmed all of the gosh darn time. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you do what you do? Well, I have come to realize that like balance is not an actual thing Mm -hmm. you can either be really good at one thing at one season in your life yeah and something else lacks at least that's been my experience i agree i feel like phases or you follow your passion during that moment and people call it a phase but it's like that's your fashion dream or your passion dream at the moment Mm -hmm. and then it goes on yeah the waves of life yeah because there has never been a day or a week where i feel perfectly balanced like I've done all of my work perfectly today, and yeah. I've been a perfect mother also. Like, that does yeah. not happen for me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's been awesome because, like we were talking about, the community, you know, they've also yeah. seen our family grow. So that's been really that's cool. super cool. Yeah, you know, I'll be really pregnant at the end of one season, and then the next season starts, yeah. and I have a new baby. <laughs> so, yeah, that's been really fun. Um, but it is hard. To work. Yes. <laughs> we don't have, you know, we work from from home. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Both of you guys my do. My kids. Well, no, Nick, uh, we don't have an office for the city. Gotcha. Okay, it's gotcha, our yeah. house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, my kids are 6, 3, and 10 months old. Ooh, so girl. understanding, like, mama's <laughs> got to do a little bit of work right here on the computer yeah. does not compute. To the children. <laughs> wow. So when you guys were, were you guys like, were you when you were family planning, were you thinking, I mean, I guess I'm just asking, like, did you, were all of these children on purpose? 
Uh, our third child was not on purpose. Okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, such is life. Family and first, now we yeah. can't imagine life without her, of course. Um, and that's just, you know, yeah, how it is. What I think is really wonderful um, is that I, I love what you guys have at the City Flea. Like, everything there, every vendor is a dime, is a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Every time I've ever been, every single time, I'm surprised and... There isn't any crap. Oh, good. Which is wonderful because you go to a lot of flea markets and you gotta you gotta go there for six hours. You gotta wear a bat. You can't be holding a coffee. You gotta have both your hands out ready to dig. You know, yeah. and that's not how the city flea at all is at all. It's, right. Um, it's really fun socially walking around. Everything is good. Everything is priced really well, and it's a it's a family. Mm-hmm. And you get that feeling when you're there as someone who isn't part of the community who would go maybe once a year if one was happening when I would come visit. Mm-hmm. It just seemed to be a real family environment, and it's great to know that like cause it's because it's out of your family room, and exactly. you guys are really are birthing it from your family. Exactly. And so it's pretty cool. So like as you guys have grown, so as the flea, and where do you do you guys have plans for the future we get that question all the time and we i mean we don't this is we have just taken it year by year and allowed growth to happen and we're kind of you know personally in a in a hard season just with all these little kids yeah so it's hard to you know think like let's we have so many ideas but just Mm -hmm. A matter of finding time to actually execute them is is tricky right now. Okay. Can you tell us any of the ideas? Well. No. <laughs> okay, I'm like, if the answer is no, I understand. The answer is no, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. It's because there are, there have been other markets pop up in the city. Yeah. And so we're a little bit hesitant to share some Ooh, of these yeah. ideas because we don't want someone to swoop in and snatch them up. Well, I think it's pretty cool. I feel like you are part of the heartbeat of not only over the Rhine, that's a given, but the city in general. No, thank and you. And like the thriving life mm. of this city. Um, to be like really metaphorical about it, like, uh, well, you know what? I feel like a dam was broken when you guys <laughs> started. And, you know, like all the cultivation of life that happens around it once the dam is broken, you know, all the sediment is getting out and it's like rebirth, which it's is... It's a good analogy. It's so cool to see, though, you know, and... And as, like, Washington Park is still growing, there's still much growth happening. I feel like a lot of people sure. say, over the run is over, we're moving on to the next one. But it's still being curated yeah. every week, yeah. you know, every month. And you, so now you guys live in... We do. Over the Rhine? Yes, we do. And do you like being, like, a part of the city in that way, you know? Yeah, we love it. We love being in the city. Yeah. So, do you like raising your kids? In the we city? do like raising our kids in the city. It's so fun. Yeah, it's so fun because there's so much to do there's now. So like why we walk out the front door and we are at, you know, two of the city's most incredible playgrounds in five minutes. Washington mm-hmm. Park is in one direction and Ziegler Park is in the other. Yeah, and there's a pool there, so we spend every you know weekend in the summer there. Um, there's you know, this is. My kids are constantly like, maybe we should just get a donut today or let's get ice cream. You know, there's just like, we just think their memories are going to be so Oh, for sure. Wonderful. They ride their scooters everywhere we go. And, oh, yeah. you know, we love our neighbors and our street and our, you know, it's just, it's different from how I grew up, um, which isn't, you know, a good or a bad thing. It's just different. And mm-hmm. so far we've just been so pleasantly surprised by how well our kids have done here and how family friendly it is to raise kids in the city. Yeah. I think a lot of people 
think, you know, once you have kids, you need to leave the city. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like came into the city once we had kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been really, really wonderful. And do you have, do you have three girls? Three girls. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's so much fun. We're a girl gang, for sure. Girl gang, for sure. Yes, yeah. my brother <laughs> and sister-in-law, I talk about all the time, they have four kids. And uh, the same ages as yours, the, they range from seven now, maybe, seven to just about two. Oh, gosh, yeah. And it's insane. insane. It's chaos all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. I... um. Truth be told, I used to get frustrated with my sister-in-law because she would forget so much. And then I lived with them and realized, okay, mm-hmm. you're not beholden to anything. I expect, <laughs> like, I'm surprised you took a shower today. This is out of control. I had a, a recently a really good college friend come to town who lives in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. No kids. Um, she's a producer. She's wonderful. Came and stayed with us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I felt like I was living in a microscope. It's just like when you are around someone who's not in that environment all the time i mean i had to be like i'm so sorry we are embarrassing we are just like insane this is my life we are just it's loud and it's messy and it's chaotic all the time yeah equal parts wonderful yeah you know wouldn't Mm -hmm. trade it for the world but holy moly and i think that's it you just got to embrace it i know when i was in that situation being like I actually just moved back from L.A. and moved in my brother's oh my. basement. And they <laughs> yeah. had four kids, and I just became a second mom. Mm-hmm. And her and I got comfortable enough to the point where she would – we were just, like, co-parenting all day mm-hmm. before I come it. into work. And it yeah. was fun, especially because I'm the aunt. Yeah. That it's, like, I don't have as much parental responsibility. Yeah. Nor can reprimand as much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she loved it, too. She's like, this is great. I'm going to the gem store with Ruthie. I'm going to buy her some gems. <laughs> like, they, you know, had a blast together. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, thank you so much for giving us, for giving the city the city flee. Oh, gosh. It's so great. You know, like, you can't, I don't want to put pressure on you, but you know, you you can't fold. Like, this is, <laughs> it has to be around forever now. People are, we're all depending on I you. I hope so. I'm hope so excited forever. about it. I keep thinking about last year, I had a really great day, and I remember it was on a on October 20th mm-hmm. because I took my mom to the city flea and we had the most amazing day. We spent so much time there and then we went off and did so many other things throughout the night. Met up with Anna. How fun. Girl. Anna. Still yeah, back around Anna. Anna. <laughs> and, um, it was just a great day that her and I still talk about and it was Aww. all because of the city flea and I just think there's got to be so many other people who have moments like that it's awesome. and it's so cool that you provide it. So. Yeah. What A funny thing that Nick and I always will talk about is you know, like when we see like college age kids coming who are, you know, like there to get, they get like, you know, a, go to a specific vintage clothing vendor and mm-hmm. like this, you know, this is where she gets all of her denim. Yeah. They were like, you know, 10 years old when we started the market. Yeah. So it's so wild to think about yeah. it like that, you know, just. Yeah. it's. I feel like it's part of, I know it's part of mine, but a, a part of a lot of people's when they happen that month, you're always planning on it. Like, oh, well, the city fleet's happening today. So on Saturday, let's make plans around it. And how can we manage around, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And now there's so much parking downtown. So for those who have not been to the city flea, tell us what's going on. So, yeah. So there are lots of places that you can park if mm-hmm. that's what you're worried about. Which In Washington is, Park. Yes. There's a parking garage directly under the, under the uh, park where the market is. Um, and then there is another parking garage, you know, over on Vine Street. There are surface lots. There's street parking. Um, 
you know, that you have to pay for. But mm-hmm. still, yeah, it's yeah. there. It's, and it's safe. <laughs> and it's safe. Yes, 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 yes. Um, the neighborhood is wonderful. If yep. you, you know, walk around and just start talking to people, say hi to people, you'll yeah, see that. Get lost. One of the first times I went um, to New York without any um, plans, I was just there hanging out with my sister for a while, kind of was traveling aimlessly. Mm-hmm. And I went to the East Village and somebody and like asked somebody where a store was that I looked up. And this was probably like 12 or 14 years ago. And a guy um, said to me, just get lost. Take that street and just get lost. I love that. And I feel like that's what you can do now and over the Rhine. You You can can just get lost. Around Mm -hmm. every corner, there's a new surprise. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Yes. And the city flea is the heartbeat (laughs) of it all. Once a month at least. And then you started the kids flea. Yes. And it's, is it called the Kids Flea or the Children's Flea? It's called Kids Market. Kids Market. Yes. Tell us about this. So, um, let's see. Well, I love kids. I used to teach littles, preschool and kindergarten, and have mm-hmm. always, always worked with kids. So, I have a real heart for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, several years ago, let's see, we just finished, we just did our third year of Kids Market. Um, I don't know. I got the idea to have just like a little mini kids flea market so it ran ran in conjunction with our august market Mm -hmm. um on on the opposite end of the park and we just i had like an open call for four to 14 year olds who were doing anything making art collecting things you know lego whatever um and the idea was to just give these kids a marketplace to sell whatever they're selling but more importantly just to learn about entrepreneurship yeah. And small business and to just make them, help them feel empowered um, in whatever they're doing. It's so cool. So kids bring their own product and have their own, they're their yes. own vendors. Yes. Wow. And it's been going on for a three years? Yeah. We So we've done, uh, we just finished our third, it's every August is okay. when we do the kids market. Okay. So we kind of open the application, it's not really an application for the kids. They just sign up, first come, first serve. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we open that in May. So kind of like when school ends mm-hmm. and then they have all summer to work on whatever it is that they're going to sell or make for the city flea. And then we have that in August. And then we've done um, a few different like workshops throughout the year for kids too. Like just if you're interested in small business, um, we've hosted little workshops for like how you can write a business plan or, you know, how you figure out, you know, um, finances when you're trying this to start a so business. This is so cool. I feel so, like I don't really can dumb. adults yeah. go to this also? <laughs> I, I need a remedial <laughs> crash course on how to do this. Yeah, stuff. that's been that's been really fun. Oh, this is so cool. So what kind of stuff do the kids, like what kind of stuff are the kids selling? Oh my gosh, the range is so incredible. Like glitter and sticks and rocks. Oh, yeah. uh, slime. Yeah, painted, of course. You know, painted rocks, <laughs> um, artwork, dream catchers. And then we have, like, some kids who are super talented, like, leather, you know, can make, like, leather goods or amazing pens out of wood. Like, wow. the range is really incredible. Um, this is pretty cool. So all the information for this is also at cityfree.com? Yes. yes. We have a kids market tab on the website. So you okay, can click cool. that, see pictures, and read a little bit more about it. That's awesome. And when can we, and where can we follow you guys on Instagram? Uh, the City Flea. Okay. And yes. you guys have a Facebook page as well? We do. You search the city flea and you will pop up. All right, so the city flea is on Facebook and Instagram. You get they have a children's kids market every August. Mm-hmm. So cool. 
creator, Lindsay DeWald, thank you so much. Thank you. These are the people behind the stories that matter to you. Thanks for listening to Q102's Person of Interest with Jeff Thomas. 